0: This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Fort Arthur residents have questions for the city after a water main break left them without water over the weekend.
1: The main burst was near the 6100 block of Linda Drive, which is off Main Avenue between Proctor and Gulfway. It took city crews over six hours to locate the leak. Then the city had to shut off the water to make the repair. Port Arthur residents were unable to flush their toilets, take showers, and more after the water main burst. Water pressure levels also dropped, triggering a boil water notice. City is hoping to have water testing results back by today in order to lift the notice, but the water is back on.
2: This town is old, so the money should be put in those prospective ways. You know, I don't know where it's being spent, but if pipes are breaking, they're not being used in that, in that form.
1: And again, pressure levels are back to normal for the affected area, but there is still a boil water notice.
0: A second ambulance service is coming to Port Arthur. This comes after citizens' complaints and concerns about long ambulance wait times. Good
1: morning show's Petrina Adger joins us in the studio with more information. Good, good morning, Dana Macy. The
3: city of Port Arthur had just one ambulance service, Acadian, until last night when the city council voted to add Viking Enterprises Incorporated, which operates under the name of City Ambulance Service, located out of Spring, Texas. City leaders say the goal is to provide first-class response. KFDM's Sydney Ferguson reports. A former Port Arthur nurse says when her nephew was hurt in a fall, he had to wait for an ambulance. We were scared. He was bleeding out of his head continuously. We called the ambulance. Nothing came about 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Krista Smith left her job at the Medical Center of Southeast Texas to pick up her nephew. By the time she returned with him, the ambulance her family called for was just leaving the hospital. It's very hurtful because you know, you you expect um, when you call somebody, you expect somebody to be there on the time you call, at least a couple minutes after. During a special meeting Monday, Port Arthur City Council awarded one-year contracts to both Acadian and Viking Enterprises City Ambulance Service to help cut long ambulance wait times.
1: I think it would strengthen both companies Mm -hmm. because now the citizen has a choice it drives down the response time, it increases the competition, and delivers a better product for your community.
3: Starting November 1st, both ambulance companies will operate in Port Arthur. City Ambulance Service plans to bring in 12 new ambulances by the end of the year and 60 new paramedics and EMTs.
1: It's the opportunity to serve a new area, and to serve the constituents that highly deserve uh, a level of service and efficient response times. We get to be a partnership with the community of Port Arthur and not just an asset.
3: Smith says Council made the right decision. It's more of a positive outlook. Honestly, it really is um, because I know there's another backup there. The more people there is, the more help there is. City Ambulance has two weeks to get their equipment inspected to operate in Port Arthur. They're working with the fire chief to determine how operations within the city will work with both companies responding. So it'll be good to have two companies now. Oh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting,
0: residents. though, to see how they can work out all the different sure. particulars that go with That's it. That's right. And yeah. We'll keep an eye on that story. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trina. It is now six minutes past the hour of five o'clock. And other news investigators this morning looking into the cause of a fire that heavily damaged a home in Orange County.
1: First responders tell KFDM, everyone was accounted for, and there are no injuries in the fire on Beale Road south of FM 105 in the Orangefield area. Multiple departments, including West Orange, Bridge City, responding to the fire last night. Flames heavily damaging the home, but again, no injuries were reported.
0: A head-on crash in Tyler County leaves two men from Woodville dead. happened about 5 a.m. yesterday on Highway 69 just south of Recreational Road 255 in Comaniel. The DPS says 61-year-old Lufkin man in a truck crossed into the opposite lane collided with a car. The driver, 46-year-old Marlon McDaniel and passenger, 45-year-old Hollis McDaniel, both of Woodville, died at the scene. The driver of the pickup taken to Lufkin Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries.
1: The DPS is releasing the name of a man struck and killed last week by an 18-wheeler along I-10 in Orange County. State troopers identifying the victim as 54-year-old Fred Baker Marsh Jr. of Orange. Authorities say Marsh was walking along I-10 when he was hit by a tractor trailer early Wednesday morning. Marsh died at the scene. The driver of the 18-wheeler was not hurt.
0: Texas A&M says a freshman is dead after falling from a dorm balcony Sunday morning. The school identifies her as a health major named Brittany Romero. Campus police confirm they're investigating the death, and the school says a justice of the peace has ordered an autopsy. Texas A&M is offering sympathy to Romero's family and counseling to students.
1: Lamar State College Orange will host a grand opening and ribbon cutting ceremony for its first newly renovated satellite location in Lumberton at 3 p.m. tomorrow. The newly renovated 3,000 square foot site located at 344 South Main Street houses two multipurpose classrooms, reception area, and office space for support staff. Classes are scheduled to begin in the spring of 2024.
0: Well save the date, we have an important event coming up and here's what you need to know about it. The Senior Expo sponsored by Home Instead Healthcare at the Beaumont Civic Center is set for Tuesday, October the 31st from 8.30 until one. It will include a, a, uh, I'm not gonna read this. A special spotlight
1: on Dan recognizing of course dan gresham retiring after 37 years oh, there you go that was
0: very uncomfortable also gardening <laughs> with greg a live version of the meteorologist greg boswick's popular television segment plus a meet and greet with you our viewers so please circle the calendar yeah. come on out and visit with, with us and now your daily forecast from the kfdm weather authority
2: Good in the Natchez River wheelhouse looking out over Port Natchez Park under a clear sky a little bit of a breeze but temperatures certainly a bit cooler across much of the area. Actually Port Natchez is one of the warm spots at 51 with a west wind at three everybody else generally has seemed to fall into the lower and middle 40s across the area this morning. We'll make a stop we'll head to Groves Fire Department they're also looking at a temperature of 49 degrees right now calm winds relative humidity checking in at 79% and one more stop we're going to head to Burkeville. 37 degrees there right now. Winds are calm. Relative humidity is at 96% with the dew points at 36. I don't think temperatures are going to fall too much more there this morning, but may have to watch for a little bit of patchy frost in parts of Newton and certainly northern portions of Jasper County. 39 at Beach Grove this morning. 40 at Sperger. 41 at Kirbyville. Coleman and Woodville checking in at 42 as is Rayburn Realty. 43 at Silsby and in Evadale this morning and then into the Triangle. 41 right now at LCM. 42 at Gator Country. 46 at Vincent Middle School in Beaumont. 45 at Taylor Landing, and then you got the mid 50s at Crystal Beach and at Port Bolivar. Mostly clear skies, not gonna change today. We'll actually see mostly sunny skies again today and tomorrow before a little bit of cloud cover comes back on thursday upper level pattern just not showing a whole lot of activity still looking at a northwesterly flow which will keep things pretty quiet trough of low pressure pushing into the upper midwest will probably bring a little bit of a weak battery into our area late thursday night to friday but it's not going to do much for temperatures and it's certainly not going to have any impact as far as rainfall goes we expect to stay dry for the next several days north winds this morning will continue through the afternoon lots of sunshine winds turning back to the south a little bit during the day uh, during during the afternoon and early evening heading into Wednesday morning. South winds will keep those temperatures a little bit warmer when we wake up tomorrow morning and then during the afternoon, sunny skies until late in the day when we could see a few clouds that will stick around for the day Thursday as well. Fast forward to the next weather maker: Another trough slides on by to the east. We'll look at that northwesterly flow kicking back in. Again, temperatures are still going to stay warm. There's not going to be a big temperature contrast, but again, we are going to see quiet conditions in terms of rainfall until maybe towards the end of next week. Today, we're looking at highs into the mid 70s, 76 at Kirbyville, Fred and at Warren. In the triangle, we'll go 75 at Beaumont and at Lumberton, 74 in Port Arthur and 74 in Orange, all with mostly sunny skies and a generally light southerly wind. Here's your extended forecast over the next seven days brought to you by Philpot Ford, where temperatures from here are gonna start warming back up. We'll be into the low 50s for overnight lows tomorrow, and then we'll be into the mid 80s for highs through the weekend. Rain chances might come back Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. At least at this point, they look fairly small. But again, a little bit of a hope. And if you look at the long-range forecast, 8 to 14 days, uh, forecast says we could see above normal rainfall here in southeast Texas. Uh
0: Thanks for listening, and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.